Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Have you ever heard the song Escape the Pina Colada song? Is that the If You Like Pina Yes. That, that, yeah, okay. That, that's the no. one. Do you, do you know? No, I've never heard of it. Do you know what that? Do you know what that song is about, Travis? Uh, no. Let me let me let me tell you what this song is about. Chelsea and I were listening to it yesterday, and this song is about a guy who's who's sitting next to his sleeping wife, and he's reading the newspaper. And in the newspaper, it talks about there's an ad talking about if you like pina coladas and dancing in the rain, something something. Basically, it's like a it's a, a seeking a seeking love. Well, he he the verses keep going, and he goes to meet this person at like a restaurant and it turns out to be his wife and she is she put that ad in the paper and how incredibly awful is it that these two people (laughs) hey they they don't have they don't talk to each other how do they not talk to each other to know that they're in love that they have the same damn interests travis it bothers me it bothers me so much uh i do you like this one? Not, yeah, no, no, I've never heard of it. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Travis. Hey, everybody. This is Brandon. Welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm. I hit my microphone as soon as I hit play. <laughs> that, so that, hopefully... Maybe people think that's our sinking sound. Yeah, that's that's the gong that I hit <laughs> in order to, to signal... The start of a new episode. Five, four, uh, three, two, <laughs> goom. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hey, welcome everybody who may or may not listen to the show. Well, I guess if you're listening right now, you definitely do listen to this podcast. Yeah. And uh, we appreciate that. Certainly. Even if it's been several weeks since we've been able to get an episode out, uh, I realize we were doing our other podcast, the uh, podcast that should not be named. Uh, interdimensional RSS, and and we the we successful said on that, one. <laughs> we said on that podcast that we were going to take a break because you had some traveling to do. I I was moving houses, uh, but we failed to mention that at all on this podcast. <laughs> so we've just kind of been out in limbo for a while. But thank you to everyone who has continued to listen to the show that subscribes and. Uh, and is listening now. Yeah. If you want to connect with the show, there are a few ways you can do that. Hit us up on Twitter at Apathusiast. Uh, apathetic underscore enthusiasm <laughs> is our Instagram. Uh, Facebook.com slash Apathetic Enthusiasm. It's been so show. long since you've done this. And it's, uh, it's forever, <laughs> I and can, I have no notes. I, I see have you zero struggling. Notes. This is all off muscle memory. <laughs> uh, and we have a podcast, or we have, yeah, we have a podcast. We have an email, uh, Apathetic Enthusiasm Show at gmail.com. One of those will get us. Just mm. just go over to apatheticenthusiasm.com, hit, hit up the website, and uh, get your comment buried somewhere in there in the website. Yeah. I still need to update and have it done, and Brandon is on my case about. <laughs> you, it sounded like you said, get your comment berries. <laughs> yeah. If you go to the website, you get berries for comments. Yeah. We, it's, it's a new feature we're testing out. We have, we have our own 
unique form of currency. We call them comment berries. Comment berries. <laughs> uh, you know what's you know fun about this show, mm. Brandon, is we used to spend an entire week like scouring the internet, looking for, for content options, looking at current events, looking at what's <laughs> on the bleeding edge of technology, writing detailed bones or an outline, if you will, talk, about what we were going to talk about. Yeah, and, 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 then, and, and, having, and having midweek meetings saying, oh, should we, I don't know, should we talk about it in this way? How about we go at it from this angle? And now, what do we do? And, 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 and that would get us a solid several listeners every week. Yeah. Uh, and now... Like the main thing that I'm thinking about discussing is the fact that I have a can of uh, cherry Coca-Cola and a can of coconut LaCroix uh, because I'm basic and they're both on my desk and I'm intermittently sipping from both of them and (laughs) it is, it is, it is not a combination I would recommend to anyone. And that that this is what apathetic enthusiasm is now. It's it's about <laughs> whatever we see lying around our desk, and then talking about. I want to talk about something similar to yours, Travis. And it's it's a Shirley Temple, Travis. I'm talking about Shirley. Are, are Temple. we talking about the famed uh, Hollywood sweetheart that graced the silver screen for? <clears throat> no, I don't know. Decades. No, sir. I'm or, not. Or until she got a little bit older and then was less famous. Uh huh. Uh uh. No how? No, I'm talking about the the drink, the her namesake, the drink, the the legacy she leaves <laughs> behind. You know, I, when I was a kid, Travis, I used to get Shirley Temples all the time. I you know, Seven Up, some grenadine, oh, just, and as, as many extra mm. cherries as I could get. And this is why we complement each other well because I was a Roy Rogers man. Really. I did not. Yeah. I didn't know that about you. See, we're learning things about each other. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you know, Shirley Temple. They, I always got made fun. I, I would get made fun of by the old people because my I'd go with my parent, my grandparents to the Elks Lodge. Right there, they were they were Elks. They were the the brotherly <laughs> protection of the Royal Order of Elks. And I would get I would get Shirley Temples because I couldn't get alcohol there. And some of the the older the older gentlemen would be like Shirley Temples. Oh, you should get Roy Rogers. I was like, f you, old man. And then he's like, "Yeah, I like the and guff. I kick him in the knees. I like the guff of your jib, and <laughs> and that was it, you know. And so I've just I've I've loved him ever since. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a few times my kids have gotten Shirley Temples just recently, huh. and it's weird. It's a weird thing about childhood, like like as if soda wasn't enough. Like giving your kids carbonated sugar water." wasn't enough you're like hey let's add some more sugar <laughs> and uh these cherries we soaked in sugar how about that does that sound good hey you know you, you put it like that and yeah it's it's not responsible is it <laughs> huh well yeah. I, I love them i make i make uh, i make the kiddo drink them that's good <laughs> like i strap them you make i, I strap them to like a chair <laughs> And I play bait. Yeah, like a tube running to his mouth, and you've like plugged his nose, and you're like, Yeah, I have. You I, will consume. I have his like his mouth taped open, and like Beethoven's playing in the background. Yeah, I picture that scene from like Clockwork Orange, yeah. except instead of the eyes, it's just like his mouth. And there's, maybe there's like a spray bottle just shooting, you know, seven <laughs> up with grenadine. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, uh, what else has been up with you? Uh, dude, I've been moving, and I got, you know, I, I moved a year ago. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Listeners uh, who have frequented the podcast for a long time know <clears throat> I lived in, in Hawaii uh, almost a year ago to the day uh, where you still happen to reside. Yes. <clears throat> uh, but then I was forced forcibly moved yes. in, into the Midwest yes. and uh, got a house that I wasn't crazy about. Not crazy about it. <clears throat> and so we, we bought a home, right? We bought a house over the last month. It has been quite the adventure. Uh, but th- that all came to a head when I actually had to get all of my possessions from one house <laughs> into the other house. And uh, it, is, it is not fun. It is really not a fun process. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't recommend it. I, I think everyone should just stay where they're at. <laughs> and uh, and let's stick with this for, for when, the rest of time. When I when I moved to Florida, you know, you 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 moved into a place that you're renting and then like 4 months later you bought a house. And when I moved to Florida, I'm no. Nope. If if I move into a place that I'm renting, I'm I'm staying in that place until it's time to move again. Like as until it's time to move to a different state again when I retire, uh, but but yeah, I'm not. I can't. I can't do it. I'm just. I'm just too damn lazy to <laughs> to want to move four months after I move somewhere. And you know, when we moved from Hawaii, we had a moving company come out, and they like they send like I don't know four or five guys out, and in this particular case, when we moved from Hawaii, like one dude packed up almost our entire house in like a day. Like they just had a ton of boxes, tons of packing material, and he's just going to town, building boxes, throwing stuff in boxes, marking them up. And I'm like, man, these, I mean, these guys just get it done. And then they like load it all into trucks the next day. Mm. And I was like, wow, you know, they do this whole thing in two days. Surely, surely I can manage this in like a week. (laughs) Oh boy. Like it, I started out like really like focused, like I'm building boxes. I'm like, and mind you, all right, if if you're unaware of this, like the house I bought is less than two miles from the house that I, that I was renting. So <laughs> like you probably could have like thrown stuff in a backpack and walked it over if you were really hard pressed. But, um, yeah, like I'm building boxes and I'm like packaging stuff up in boxes and I'm like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to do this whole move. And like a a week later, I'm just like throwing stuff in my car <laughs> or like in a laundry basket and just like, I'll just drive it over there. Like whatever. Like I'm not actually packing anything. I'm just like, let's see how much stuff I can fit between this cushions in my car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then you just end up with like these pi- these piles of stuff and it's a completely new house with a new layout and you don't know where you're going to put things. Yeah. So now I like every day, like I'll come home from work and I'm like, all right, ah, done with another, another day of work. Guess we'll, Guess we'll work for another six hours at the house as I as I try to figure out where all this stuff's gonna go. I, yeah, I think you nailed the the biggest part about well, not the biggest part because moving itself is the the biggest pain in the ass. But the like you get all your stuff in the house and and you're all just all these boxes and you're like I have I have six rooms. We'll just say six rooms because you we'll just say you are rich and you have six rooms and you you look around and you're like okay. Well, I know the the kitchen stuff needs to go near the kitchen, but where do I want this box of bedroom number two stuff going? Which which of 
what is the tran- translation for bedroom two into one of these other four bedrooms I have? Because you're rich and you have four bedrooms. Right, absolutely. Uh, one that it, obviously the bowling alley just goes in one <laughs> uh, because, you know, yeah. that's standard. Uh, the, the pool supplies yeah. go uh, obviously in the indoor pool. Yeah, Garage Dolphin has that covered. He's he's upgraded. <laughs> he's he's in better shape now. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> seeing as oh, which we haven't mentioned the fact that you moved out of the garage. That's right. This is the very first apathetic enthusiasm, completely. Well, I guess not the first completely garage free one. I'm sure there have been times we record in like hotel rooms or other things. But <laughs> yeah, this this is uh, this is this is apathetic. This is a new apathetic enthusiasm. This is an apathetic enthusiasm where. I actually moved all my stuff upstairs into the spare bedroom that I've had this entire time, but chose not to use for recording. The climate controlled spare bedroom. <laughs> there's a there's that... a there's a fan in here. Like there's a there's a window that looks out across this beautiful backyard. There there's all of this stuff. <laughs> uh but 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 the podcast we made dripping sweat in that garage. <laughs> Those those will live on forever. My so. my balls but, yeah. are so dry right now. <laughs> if they I've That's... never recorded just so so dry, <laughs> so dry and comfortable. <laughs> it's a, it's a brand new experience. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're right. Like I, I one of the biggest frustrations is when you're in a house and you buy like large pieces of furniture and you're like, oh, this will look perfectly in this spot in my house. And then you move into a new house and you're like, wow, those things that totally brought the room together have absolutely no place in this new home. Uh, so yeah, I've got just this weird mismatch of like, my dining room has three completely different sets of like furniture in there. And yeah, I don't know. We'll get there probably within like a year or two, we'll get it all figured out and then it'll be time for me to move again. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. That'll be November for me. But yeah, not looking forward to it. Uh, what? What? You so you've been you've been doing that. I have not been doing any of that so far. I, I've just, I've really, I don't know what the hell I've been doing, man. Like, well, you went to California, California, and 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 we haven't had an episode since you went to. California. Oh yeah, so I went to a really terrible win- wedding, and uh, relationships were uh, irreparably damaged. So uh, that's that's a. <laughs> I'm really happy to, to kudos. I'm happy to report that. Uh, and let's, let's see, Honolulu Comic Con is coming up towards the end of the month here, and I I am I am hosting a pod a geeks and podcasting panel in a couple weeks to do that. I grabbed some other Hawaii podcasters to help out, and then I got as you know Travis, as not everyone else knows, I got invited to do an impression of Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty for this like. <laughs> this live panel thing that's on on Saturday at the Honolulu Comic Con in front of a crowd of people, and I have not hopefully in front of a crowd. I'm like s- oh let's 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 oh I I, th- I think I think there'll be a crowd. You I think so. you would you rather there be a crowd or, or like I'm so embarrassed. Like my my impression of Rick is I don't know. I'm just so self conscious about it because I know it's not perfect, and because I know it's not perfect, then I I feel. If I'm not just like looking at myself in a mirror or, or washing my balls in the shower doing a Rick impression, uh, this is the second time I'm using balls <laughs> in a conversation. Then, I, then also I, then, very very concerned about your shower practices at this point. Uh, but, okay, hey, hey, hey Morty, <laughs> uh, scratch my balls, Morty. Uh, 
You're just talking about your little Mortys. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I recorded myself and I sent it to you. And I, I put the phone face down, but just so I can grab the audio. And I was w- brushing my teeth and just talking about teeth people, this, this little society of teeth people who they, they allied with the Flossiites and the, the toothpasteians against cavities. <laughs> All in all, that's, in Rick's voice. That's pretty much a premise of a Rick and Morty episode, right there. By the way, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh, so I'm, you know, I'm kind of kind of embarrassed by it, <laughs> and, but I'm I, still, I'm still going to do it because why not? I I I commend you for for being willing to do it. I I think if put in the same situation, I would it would be a lot harder for me to say yes, uh, and mostly because of. Uh, I get hung up on that same thing where, like, if I was known for doing a really good Rick impression, yeah, then I'd be like, okay, yeah, like, absolutely, this is this is the role for me. But I don't think I can. I don't think I've ever even really tried to do a Rick impression. Uh, and and in general, I don't feel like I'm a, a much of an impressionist. In general, like, I don't I don't do voices. I don't know, right. like, unless my kids ask me to, or like when I'm reading them a book. And then there's no recording happening or, or, you know, they have to love me either way. So, you know, I just, I'm good with it. Yeah. We, we do, we do this podcast all the time. Do we do a podcast in some way, shape or form all the time. And you, you think getting used to your voice is, is something. And that, and that it it is, it's true. You get used to hearing your voice. If you've never recorded, you just eventually you get used to hearing all the the stupid sounds that come out of your body. (laughs) Uh, but when you're when you're trying to do an impression of of a famous or or pop culture figure, there's there's a certain level of pressure associated with it. I think beyond just being like I'm Brandon, I'm making stupid voices. Um, Bob Carroll, if he still listens to this podcast, Sh- shouting it out, shout can't, out, can't miss an episode without a Bob Carroll shout <laughs> out. You know he knows he knows how well I do impressions of people on a day to day basis. <laughs> Where I say, where he's like, hey, do an impression of Abraham Lincoln. I say, hey, everybody, I'm Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> you know, just really- maybe that's what you do. You just come in like, hey, guys, I'm Rick Sanchez. <laughs> hey, Herp. hey, hey, Morty, I'm I'm a scientist. I'm doing <laughs> science things, but uh, I'm gonna do it. I but man. I think I think you're gonna be just fine. And one of the reasons I'm pretty sure is because the rest of the group that you're with also are not professional voice artists yeah, or, or cast members on Rick and Morty. So they're going to be just doing their best. And unless, unless you somehow got wrangled in with like <laughs> an incredible group of impressionists and they're like, yeah, let's throw this guy in. He's got a podcast. Yeah. You know, I think that's what gets me about it too. A little bit is like they, this dude has heard me talk to him for a total, of like five, 10 minutes. Right. And, and then we talk over email after that, where he invites me to, to do this, to do this this script reading, and ask me if I could do a Rick impression. And you know, like I said, sure, <laughs> like yeah, the quality might suck, but sure, yeah, I can I can do a Rick impression. But he doesn't ask for any like, hey, can you send me a sample of it so I can hear it? <laughs> he knows you have audio equipment, like. <laughs> Like that's that's a given based on the way that you met. So so I, so I can't. I have to like. I have to realize that that none of them are professional voice actors. He asked me, knowing, not really caring that much if I can do a good impression or not, just so long as I can do it and don't mind getting in front of people. 
Okay, lower my anxiety level. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be great. Uh, I, I I believe in you, Brandon. Uh, 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 what else is going on? I I know some new uh, television. Yes. is coming back. Uh, I I know we've we've talked about Game of Thrones many a times uh, on, on the show. Did we? We did a, a Thrones Fantasy League, didn't we? We did. Yeah, we did that back in the Shoot. day. Shoot. Way back. We had, don't Ooh. don't get your hopes up. We're not doing it no, again this no. year, guys. <laughs> None of us have any friggin' time to do that. <laughs> uh but yeah, I'm I'm excited for Thrones to come back. It's uh it's like a week away, I think, at this point. Yeah. And I I realized I will be out of town yes, you <laughs> when will. when the show premieres. So uh I now have a DVR and I have set it. Uh, appropriately for the show. Yes, yes, you have. Yes, you have. Hey, let's see. Twin Peaks comes back from its its July Fourth break tonight. And let me. Oh my God, we didn't get a chance to talk about this. We didn't get a chance to talk about this. But David Lynch and Mark Frost. If you're a Dave, if you're a Twin Peaks fan, you're awesome. And I love you. They they did an episode of TV last. The not not last weekend, but the weekend before, an episode, an hour episode of TV that was so avant-garde and so it's strangely the most linear, straightforward episode of Twin Peaks, yet the most friggin' weird. I I probably I've ever seen actually on TV, and it's it's so it's so good, so good, it's so damn good and 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 brilliant. I can't, is, I can't emphasize is, it enough. Was was that the episode that like Chelsea posted a picture of you like deeply <laughs> engrossed in 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 the viewing experience Eat. while also maybe working on like a puzzle or something? Yeah, I was eating I was eating some kind of weird nachos that 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 we made. <laughs> uh, the the episode is so there's this book out called The Secret History of Twin Peaks that Mark Frost wrote, and it talks about uh, the goes back in time um, and talks about like the, the book doesn't go back in time, but there tells a story about like just journaling and chronicling what's happened in the last hundred years or so. And part of that is like, they talk about the atom bomb and, and white sands, New Mexico uh, and how that ties into twin peaks. So the episode that I'm referring to, there's no crap, like 40 minutes of it goes back in time it starts with the detonation of the atom bomb in White Sands, New Mexico, and it then tells a story, a self-contained story that gives you a prequel to everything leading up to Twin Peaks, all taking place in the atom bomb. Like it zooms into an explosion of the atom bomb, and it goes into this like really weird sounds, colors. I can't, I can't describe it. And and Ch- it's weird because. Uh, the kiddo was next to me and he was kind of making weird noises too. And I was like, Shh, I, I can't, I can't deal with your weird noises right now. I'm focusing on what these weird noises mean because it's very interpretive. I'm focusing on the weird noises that have been developed by an, an elderly gentleman <laughs> with, with a very refined sense of style. Yeah. God, dude, I, I would, I would almost for you, Travis, I would recommend like watching, even if it's just that episode, and you yeah. and you'd be weirded out, but maybe the artistic side of you, you'd be like, okay, yeah, I, I, I have an issue because uh, I watched several episodes of Twin Peaks uh, on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. It is. Probably not. It is. Yeah. Uh, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and enjoyed the heck out of it and then just stopped. Uh, not sure why, <laughs> um, but just stopped on a, on a random episode and, and I need to go back. I need to revisit it. Um, I just have this issue. Like I haven't really been consuming a whole lot of TV or, or movies or anything uh, in like the last month just because I, my life has been so up in the air between two houses and, and I haven't, I haven't had a ton of time where I've just like sat down <clears throat> and consumed television. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's definitely time for me to, um, to get back into some of that stuff. Uh, and, and I think as, as, as we settled back into the house here and, uh, did you hear that sound? No. <laughs> so was, that that your, re- was that your stomach? Sorry. No, I was trying to go all David Lynch on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll, I I want I want to get back it, and I think Game of Thrones will get me back in front of the TV some more, and and we've got most of the rooms figured out in the house, so uh, we get we can take more time at night to to watch some TVs. I'm I'm telling I'm telling you, even that, if, and I've been playing a lot of video games. Like, <laughs> let's be honest, like tons of video games. Even if you don't watch any other episode of Twin Peaks, please watch this episode. It is, it's a it's the most unique thing I think I've ever seen on TV. Well, I've got I think like. Primetime television. Three, th- three months of free showtime, I think, with my DirecTV subscription. Nice. Uh, that is, a, of course, unless my wife cancels it like this week because they lied to her when they <laughs> when she signed up for it. So, <laughs> um, that's that's a different that's a different story. Right yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Uh, video game wise, I've been I've been playing video games too. I wish I could play more video games, but I, I get distracted. But I've been playing Diablo three a little bit. The Necromancer oh. pack came out. Oh, you you jumped on that Necromancer bandwagon. Huh? Yeah, so so some skeletons. Eh. Yeah. Mm. Diablo yeah. Diablo's cool. You know, it's just So everybody everybody that I work with, we're a bunch of computer nerds and a lot of Diablo three fans in the group. And so like there are a few people I work with that like Diablo three is like their jam. Mm-hmm. Like that's their thing. They play it all the time. They're they're trying to get on the leaderboards and stuff like that. And this last season when it started, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll play. I mean, I've had the game since it came out and played through it once or twice. And yeah, I'll, I'll play with you guys. And then I just was not super into it because it was mostly me getting power leveled by other people. And I was just like, ah, you know, whatever. I'm, I want to play a game where I'm actually doing something. Yeah. And then the... Uh, the like private beta of the necromancer came out where you, it was like invite only. Mm-hmm. And I got an invite and like none of the other people in the office did. <laughs> and they were all super pissed at me <laughs> because I was like, Oh yeah. Necromancer. Sure. I've been playing that. Yeah. I give it a try. I give it a whirl. And they're like, you haven't been playing it nonstop. Like the entire time you're not at work. Nah, Meh. no, I, I, I tried it. it was, it's cool. Look forward to it. This July folks. <laughs> uh yeah and so i don't know now they're all they're all up in that and i'm playing the witcher 3 that's been out for over a year or something mm. and, uh, <laughs> but yeah you know uh i also i also bought a game called age of wonder 3 and it's kind of like it's kind of a civilization game uh but it's it's fantasy more so and you have you get like heroes you have like your own hero and it has it as I, I played like four hours of it yesterday with a coworker. And it's 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 pretty fun if you like if you like kind of that 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 really high level strategy slash 
researching, blah, 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 blah. That, that takes like 700 turns to get anything done. Hard pass. Hard <laughs> pass. Uh, you have fun with that one. Those, those games are so hard to... Those strategy games are so hard to play because you have to find and carve six days of your life <laughs> to to finish a game. I think I think that's one of the issues that I have in general is just like, um, and maybe why I end up back playing Overwatch over and over again is yeah. like Overwatch. I can get a couple rounds in and then go check on my life and see if it's still uh, operating at at where it's supposed to be. And then I can go back and I can I can turn that into like a longer gaming session if I want. But uh like even The Witcher, which is like a single player game, I like I've I've barely it took me like two weeks to get out of the first town because I just I get in there and I'm like exploring stuff and I'm doing things and I'm like, all right, cool. Well, that's that's the one time this week I get to play. <laughs> and then you know, and then I'll come back like a week later and turn it on and then only get like 30 minutes in and then something else comes up. But, you know, that's what happens when you're an adult, Brandon. Yeah, that's I, what happens. I know. Yeah, you're, you're, you're preaching to the choir here, Travo. You're preaching to the choir. The, 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 I, I utilize a lot of my alone time just recording these podcasts we do all the time. So, <laughs> so that, that's, that's my donation to you, the listener, is uh, that I'm not playing a video game right now. I'm, I'm sitting here talking to Brandon that's, about it. That's right. That's right. There, Travis, I, this last thing I want to bring up, there are two movies coming out, actually two movies that are in the month of July that I want to see, and I don't know if you want to see them. The first, I'm going to say Planet of the Apes. The, the the new Planet of the Apes is coming out next weekend. You know what's funny? We we got into an argument about that movie because we saw like a poster for it. I think it was at a Red Robin, you, you, the fine dining, you and the I? fine dining establishment. No, not you. You and, and I. I. <laughs> me and me and my family. My mom was in town for the Fourth of July weekend, and uh, we were like, it was like a poster for the new. They're like giving away like a gift card or something with Planet of the Apes on it, and. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I think that's the fourth of the new series of Planet of the Apes. It's number four, right? And someone was like, that's number three. And and then we had to like do a lot of Google searching because we could we couldn't remember which Planet of the Apes movie was coming out next. <laughs> uh well, you're wrong. As you know now. I'm sure you know now that you are wrong. I, I, I rarely am, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, first it was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and then it was, uh, oh shoot, no, I don't remember. There's, oh, there's three of them. This one's Rise of the Planet I, of the Apes, right? Uh, you know what? We're, we're, we're going to, uh, we're going to the big board here. We're, we're loading up IMDb. Ah, damn it. Uh, cause Rise of the Planet of the Apes is, is this one. Yes. Uh, that's the 2011 one. So Rise so, of the Planet of the Apes so is. Pl- you have, you have Planet of the Apes. In two thousand one. Okay, and then and 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 do you count that one? Yeah. I mean, oh no 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 no, one, no, right? no 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 That's a Mark Wahlberg one. That's that's yeah. where your confusion is because the, okay because that Planet of the Apes movie is not canon to this trilogy. All right. Okay. There. Then you're right. So then this would be number three, right? Because yes, you have Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of Planet of the Apes. And then this is War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah. There you go, kiddo. There you go. <laughs> All right, so it's number three. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I'm wrong then. So apologies <laughs> to my family. 
<laughs> but you know, in, in your defense, who, who don't listen to this, but <laughs> in your defense, there there are four in the last twenty years. So I'll, I will I will give you that. Uh, the I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I liked the the first two. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought they were really good. Yeah, I'd, uh, absolutely. Even agree. with even with James Franco, I I thought it was still pretty good. And he has his moments. And and from what I from what I've read, it, this movie is just getting rave reviews. And I don't say rave very often, but it's getting rave reviews. Speaking of rave reviews, another movie that just came out, Travis, the one that you want to see, I want to see if my kid wasn't friggin' sick. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, it's it's rare for me to, at this point in my adult life, uh, not see a Marvel Studios movie the weekend that it comes out. Yeah. Uh, mostly in part because uh, we've done this podcast for a long time and we always made a point of seeing the movie so we could talk about them on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I did not get a chance to go see Spider-Man this weekend. Hopefully we get a chance to go see it uh, this week. All, all of my kids want to go see it too. Uh, so maybe we'll make a trip of it. Yeah. The, uh, take, the, take the whole tribe. It's getting rave reviews. <laughs> rave reviews. It's... <laughs> Certified fresh on the rotten tomatoes. Oh yeah, I keep seeing that video on Facebook where he's climbing up the side of that that skyscraper and it's going 65, 70, 75, 85, 90, 95. Woo, the highest rating. But I think, but I think it like ends like right at like ninety three or something. Oh yeah, I don't know. Like it's 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 up there, but like they cut away real quick. They're like you, they want you to know it's in the nineties. Yeah. But they don't want you to know exactly where in the. They, they want you to. Is. They want you to think it's it's still going up even after the scene ends. Yeah, they're like. The ratings are so high, we didn't have time to show you how high they are. <laughs> we we started too low for this clip, but it's too late <laughs> to go back and fix it in post. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, I, I'll be honest. I have not seen every Spider-Man movie that's been turned out. Uh, when they redid them, the Amazing Spider-Man movies, I saw the first one that came out. I think they came out with a... It was just two of them, right? Yeah. Um, I did not see the second one. Still haven't seen it. Uh, and I, 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 I don't even know if I feel bad about that because they were all right. it's, it was, again, Sony trying to reboot that franchise parallel to what the MCU had going on. And really, we all felt at that point, like, come on, just make this thing happen. Get Spider-Man in the MCU. And when Civil War made that a reality, I was like, boom. I'm sold. I'm back in with Spider-Man. And uh, I don't know. I really I really like Spider-Man as a character uh, in the comics and things like that. So uh, really, really am excited to see Tom Holland uh, as Spider-Man in the MCU. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield, it, they had, they had the issues mostly just with, they tried to like to insert this whole like, running story underneath it all with like oh peter was was raised to be spider-man kind of there's like this hidden story about like like what is what's the secret about what his parents were doing uh to oh right to make him genetically predisposed to having these these superpowers like there was that there was that mystery and that was it it wasn't interesting and it, it kind of took away from peter i think as a character meh I gotcha. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm sure many of you have already seen Spider-Man, and uh, yeah, we'd like to see hear what you guys think. And let us know. 
you know, yeah. just just tons. You know, uh, I I wanna if I if I can if 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 yeah. if you would feel if feel you would free. allow me feel free. Uh, the last episode of this podcast that we did, um, I don't even a hundred percent remember what was going on, but I know that we mentioned Wonder Woman. Yes, and it was like right at the end of an episode, and I think like you were got interrupted or I got interrupted, and we basically like sped up the close of the show, and then we're just like, "Yep, Wonder Woman is good," and then we just moved on. But like, Wonder Woman was really good, <laughs> and and how do you feel about the DCU's? I like, has it changed anything for you as far as the DCU goes? Do you think it's it's like a one-off like success or do you think that this is marking sort of a change of pace or a change of direction for, for the studio? I think, I don't know how much we talked about it on that episode, but wonder woman was really, we, we really didn't, we really didn't talk about it. Wonder woman was, was really good and it marks a definite change in the quality of a DCU film. What I think I, I don't, I don't know. You know, Joss Whedon came in for Justice League to to help help out with that, and we know how he did with the Avengers. So you know, the first one it was was really good without so much studio interference. I I don't know. I I am still I'm I'm still hesitant to think that the DCU movies are going to get any better than this. I think the reason one of the reasons this movie was so good was. They they just they they let Patty Jenkins do what she needed to do for the film with a little bit of Snyder influence here and there, right? Which those parts bug me. Uh, but she she brought a movie for for women for little girls who are growing up and to like a role model, and it was a it was a good movie. And there were like even like the the main character dude uh, Chris uh, what. It, Pine. Yeah, Chris Pine. Right? Like their relationship wasn't like they weren't dependent on each other, right? They they cared about each other, but they weren't like wholly dependent on each other. And she wasn't like, oh, damsel in distress. And he wasn't like he didn't treat her like she was beneath him at, at any point. I just I, I think there's there there are many aspects of Wonder Woman that go beyond just it being a DCU movie to have made it as good as it was. Yeah, no, that's, that's a very fair assessment. And, uh, I would agree with you a hundred percent. I, I think you, you mentioned the, the small Snyder influenced moments that, that bothered you. I, I almost wonder if the studio feels like that is part of the characteristics that makes their DCU films now because Zack Snyder had such a hand in developing what the DCU is. Do do they feel like they have to have fight scenes with slow-mo and they have to have certain, you know, rock riffs over certain action scenes uh, to, to make the films fall in line and, and, and sort of feel like they're stitched together or, or is that something that they can get away from and still make the films feel like they exist within the same universe. Yeah, that's it's a it's a it's a good solid question. And you know, I I don't I I think the the way you get away from it eventually is you you start not relying on them. 
excuse me, you start relying on them less and less. And that way you start relying on them less and less. And you start pushing other kind of stylistic choices in there more and more. And then that's, that's how you start getting that, that evolution. Uh, otherwise it's just, it's just too damn heavy handed with the, the <laughs> yeah, slow motion yeah. and, and the rock music and, and stuff like that. Um, well, and I think, I think because of the, I don't know the costume stylings and the things that they're doing with that. Like it's creating a unified environment and the more times you have a movie with the same actor playing Batman in multiple films or the same actor playing Wonder Woman or, or things like that, like that, that does the job of stitching together this universe, uh, almost as well as, you know, the, the slow-mo fight scenes and things like that. Like the, like, Robert Downey Jr. is sort of this ever-present, like, stream that runs through the MCU now. Like, as as much as they've probably had to renegotiate his contracts and things like that. And I'm and I'm sure that the MCU will live on uh, once once Iron Man is no longer uh, a staple within it. But I, I, I could almost guarantee that if you went and watched the first Iron Man and then looked at some of the more recent MCU films, like, there are some different definite stylistic changes and th- some things that they've done differently, but they all still feel like they belong together. And I think it's because those characters have had the time yeah. to make their presence known within that environment so that, you know, like, all right, this, this, this all goes together. Right. Right. Yeah. You're not, you're not jumping into civil war without having at least seen one or two of the other MCU movies for the most part. Right. right? So you, you, you yeah. have, you know the history. It's not like jumping into the last book of Harry Potter and be like, I don't know why this is all such a big deal. <laughs> Explain to me what a muggle is again. <laughs> how, does, how does this work? Uh, uh, but, you know, like, I, I hope. And, and the the Batman movie that, that they're talking about making, um, I forget the article I read about it, but they're talking about making it to where it's more of a detective story and not so, it's like making it like more of a, a noir than like just a, a flat out superhero movie, and I think that's we said it before with like the Dark Knight and the, the other Batman movies. We just haven't seen Batman the Detective ever in film, and that that's what something I I, I want to see happen. So yeah, maybe that yeah, maybe that'd be good. All right, anyway, All right. that's it. Thank you for yeah. the conversation, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always fun talking about movies. You know, we should do this podcast more often. We should, like maybe maybe every other week, so we can actually have the time <laughs> to have these conversations. You know, I I'm sure we mentioned it before, but like ninety percent, net maybe ninety five percent of our interaction is through Facebook Messenger. So uh, the the other five percent is when we are recording this this conversation for everybody else to listen to. So. <laughs> Uh yeah, you know, every so often we we get a chance to talk here and there. Uh without a recording, but yeah. why why bother? Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh and guys, if you want if you want to if you had any thoughts about anything we talked about, we talked about Twin Peaks, we talked about some video games over there. We talked about some movies, Spider-Man, Apes, and we talked about Wonder Woman, of course. You know, if if you have any thoughts about any of that stuff, please Hit us up on our social media. I'm talking at Apathusiast on Twitter. You know, you know what I'm saying. I'm talking about Facebook Apathusiasm. You know, I'm talking. It's yeah, talking about all these things. Hit, hit us up. And and you said you don't do a good Rick impression. Come on. <laughs> I just no. <laughs> all, all I need to do is just add uh, you know add a, uh, 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 
you know, it, uh, it really hurts. It really hurts the throat after like five minutes of doing that. <laughs> but, I can imagine. You make sure you make sure to like, you know, do some vocal exercises before to warm up. So. <laughs> la 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 la. All right. Uh, all right. Well, that's that's our show for for this half of the month. And uh, until next time, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you have a chance, go rate and review the show on iTunes or whatever podcast you listen to. And until next time, I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. Thanks for listening. See you on the flip side. Does it? Remember when there were second sides of things? Yeah. Like cassettes and... Like B-sides. We should, we should make a B-Sides podcast oh. with all our free time. Ooh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>